3: Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com. As important as choosing the right
1: destination when traveling is choosing the right travel partner.
2: Gene! Gene Fodor. Gene, was good! at?
1: But be careful, because the worst trips result
3: when two partners have two different agendas. The CIA really need your help, Gene. Freeze, Americano.
4: Huh? Oh! Gene, run!
5: Listen to Fodor's Guide to Espionage on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts,
1: or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Guys, I'm freezing. Why? Why I'm, don't you have any heat on? I, I don't have the heat on because we found out that the, the house that we bought is really old. Built in 1979.
3: That's old for California, not the rest of the earth. That <laughs> <that> old,
2: <laughs> well, in California, that's old, especially when the hardware that was put in the house is still the hardware.
3: Oh, yeah. When I in redid my
2: 2020.
3: Dude, when I fixed up my uh, my house, I pulled cloth wiring out of the wall. So oh. that's, cloth wiring is like from the
2: 30s. My dude, my dude. The heater is from 1979 and was broken. Yeah,
3: well, didn't you think when you bought a 1979 house, you were Listen. probably going to need to fix the, the heater? It's
2: not over.
3: Oh, <laughs> God.
2: My wife was like, why won't the downstairs heat up? Right. It's a little warm, but it's cold outside. In Lo- if you live in Los Angeles right now, you know how cold it is. All right, for L.A., yes. My dude. I have two hoodies on right now. That's how cold (laughs) it is. I know. Oh, poor baby. I know. Chilly. The HVAC guy comes out, turns it on, goes for a little walk around the house to try and feel the heat. (laughs) Oh, I thought
3: you meant he was so upset by what he saw. He needed to go on a walk.
2: Turns it on. right. Goes around the house, tries to feel the heat. Doesn't feel it. Goes to check back on the heater. There's smoke. Mm. He's like, what the? Didn't Turns you? Don't me. you?
3: Didn't you have an inspector that would have uh, looked at this before you bought the inspector
2: the house? missed this. I don't know how, but the inspector missed a lot of shit this time around. The, the inspector, inspector missed the. And the inspector, I don't know what the fuck the inspector was doing <laughs> when inspecting my house, but the inspector missed a lot of shit, Zach. Right. A, lot of shit. Well, a lot of shit. Well, you should
3: tell that inspector. You should call him and be like, hey, you know, just so you know, you missed all of this shit. <laughs>
2: And that's going to do nothing.
3: No, it might make you feel better to be like, bro, you should have turned the heater on and seen that it was
2: smoking.
1: Leave a bad review on Yelp. Hey, Not only that, it was leaking ozone.
2: There's a little thing called carbon monoxide poisoning. Right.
3: Well, this is, uh, I'm sorry that this has happened to you.
2: He immediately all... shut off the heat, Zach. You know you're yelling. I'm upset. I'm upset. I know. And it,
3: you know but what? I just want the, I want you to know that we're welcoming our audience in and you're kind of screaming at them.
2: Well, they need to hear this because <laughs> <need> they <to> have be <laughs> Well, I know, but okay. we have a microphone. You well, don't well, have to yell to at a this. level that they can hear it, you know, without the mic Daniel, across the country. You're going to have to adjust. He's right. You are going to have to adjust. Don't
1: worry about that. That's on me. Welcome,
3: listeners. I apologize, but uh, one of our co-hosts is very mad right now.
2: He cut the
1: heat off.
2: Right.
3: Throughout it. the
2: house. Yes. Except for my children's room and our bedroom. Okay. So to roam sleep. around my house. It is so cold.
3: Okay. Well, I'm sure that you're going to buy a new a new heater, right? Yes, Zach. Or, are you going to live like this? <laughs> no, Zach. <laughs> or are you can make your kids wear double hoodies. <laughs> Hey, I have to uh, eat my words, audience. I, uh, Here we I go. no, I just want to say, and 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 I should have learned. I should know this lesson because so many great shows that I love do not kick in for a few episodes. Mm. Sometimes you're kind of like, okay, I'm curious, but I want to see more. You've intrigued me. I've seen <laughs> a lot of love for Shrinking um, uh, for uh, on the on the interwebs, but I got to say, when this goes live, there'll be four that'll up a four that will be up and. Uh, episode three and four are really good, so check it out. But I continued because of all the love for Last of Us, episode three, including uh. from Joel and from so many other people I know and people on the on Instagram were like, wow. And so without any spoilers, I was going to say that that was a really beautiful episode and I really l- liked it a lot. And it was an example of how a show about zombies can be about way more.
6: Yeah, it's a show about love. All mm-hmm. different types of love. And now, Joelle,
3: I have a question things. for you because this, yeah. this, because I'm, I'm not really on, I'm not on Twitter or Facebook or uh, TikTok or, you know, sure. gay date. Um, <laughs> what, um, what, what was the reaction to it being? I'll just say the, the obvious that's everywhere that it being a gay couple because it wasn't that way. I assume in the game, and I know that people can get very hostile about these kind of things. How, how was the reaction on the interwebs?
6: I'm going to say very, very, very light game spoilers. It's different than the game. In the game, it's hinted that these two are in a relationship. and They just
2: went all the way on the show. That's yeah, really well, and in
6: the game, it's so much more tragic. They uh, One of the characters does not decide to change or evolve at all, and it causes the other character to grow resentful and eventually uh, meets his end in a very sad and tragic way Uh versus here where it's just such a loving story. I think the reactions have been mixed and critically it's a, a huge success. I think for the queer community, it's, oh gosh, it's so wonderful. I'll just, this is no spoilers if you know anything about this show, uh, but it's two middle-aged men falling for one another and it's really lovely and it's not something we get to see a lot. Some of the gamer bros were upset. I've seen ridiculous comments like oh this is a filler episode or this doesn't push the plot forward uh, I would say go back and watch the opening and closing scenes and reflect on what that middle portion is telling you about your two main characters mm. uh, I think it's very lovely and and powerful and yeah I, I just I wondered because I know that there's it. been
3: controversies with the gamer community um, and and thinking that things were were becoming woke and all oh, that sort sure. of culture that I that I I'm not really I'm not really that savvy on, and I know you you are. And I just wondered if there was. I thought it was so beautiful. I just wondered if there, how the, how the web responded. You're saying pretty positively, except for obvious exceptions.
6: Yeah, that one small toxic community uh, is upset, but I don't. Did think you call them
2: anywhere. gamer bros? Is that what they're called?
6: <laughs> there is a group of people called gamer bros. I think the gamer bros were mostly excited about this development and change thought okay. the toxic bros were were less so but you know they'll There's they'll a come group back called anyway the, toxic <laughs> <laughs> the toxic you, bros.
3: The toxic bros. Yeah well, about. They, just, the internet just, has a lot of toxic bros. Yeah just <laughs> angry dudes who are like
6: why do i have to look at gay people? Yeah. <sighs> Get a life.
3: Yeah. We're here. I heard this quote from this writer Seth Godin that really stuck with me about social mm-hmm. media and he said I have no interest reading people day trading their emotions. Mm. Oh yes! Mm. Mm. Oh yes!
6: That's and a good one. I,
3: that really landed with me. I was like, "Wow, that kind of is what 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 so much of the internet is: people day trading their emotions." Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. Facts. That fucking landed with me. Yeah.
6: Get off the I internet, guys. It's, it's my, better in yeah.
2: the real world. <laughs> Yo, you know what? I'm gonna be honest with you. Hmm. The internet is great for shopping. That's really it. Dude. Like 100% dude. like one hundred, and And you know what I mean? Like, cause now even news is like, where are you getting your news? You know what I mean? Like that's the next, mm-hmm. that's the next, well, I read on the news. Well, where are you getting your news? Because everybody has a different point, point of view when it comes and to And in the, the spirit news. of that,
3: I just want to give a shout out to this book I'm reading, which will blow your mind and you guys all have to read it. And if you're a reader out there or listen to the audio book, it's called The Chaos Machine. Um. I heard about it on this uh, different podcast and it's, uh, the chaos machine, the inside story of how social media rewired our minds and our world. Ooh. It's by, it's by Max Fisher. You can get it on audiobook or obviously regular book, but it is gotcha. blowing my mind. And it's, okay. some, it, it's just, it's just really, really fascinating. And, um uh, and, and, and about exactly what Donald said about how, how, um, the world now consumes news. And, uh, Blah blah blah.
2: Well, we Can are you- we are your favorite entertainment source when it comes to if you're listening right now. When it comes to news, so I got some news. Oh, I finally watched Black Panther, 2. Oh,
6: oh, oh what that was
2: think? not the reveal I was expecting. I would have. What you were you expecting? expecting <laughs> I thought you were
3: going to say shrinking. Did you watch shrinking? Hmm. No. Wow, I even asked you
2: to. So I, I wanna watch shrinking the movie, not shrinking That's I like to binge, man. I don't well, that's just, just uh, how I am. Okay. Well there's four up.
3: You can watch four for goodness sake. But anyway. Yeah, okay. but then by
2: the time I get to five, I'm gonna be like, come on, man. Uh, I need more.
3: Listen, a man can only a man can only ask. That's all. No so disrespect
2: the, no disrespect to Mr. Harrison Ford, no disrespect to Mr. Bill Lawrence. I think they both would feel
3: disrespected. In mm. fact, I'm gonna text Oward, them both. Oh I'm, I'm gonna text Oward. them both <laughs> That's what's funny. It's like it's so hard to get you to watch something. And I'm like, what if there was a piece of content that was written by one of your favorite writers and stars your favorite actor? You're like, nope. (laughs) 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 So, anyway, okay, go ahead with what you did watch. You watched Black Panther 2.
2: Oh, my goodness gracious, man. First of all, Michael B. Jordan is growing as a star. And when I say he's growing as a star, he is getting very, very good. At, at acting and touching anger emotions like in this movie. For those of you who've seen it, you know, I don't want to give away any spoilers. But by but the time it gets to his part, holy cow. Killmonger was right. Killmonger was right. That's all I'm going to say.
6: Red alert. <laughs> Red alert. No.
1: Whoa. Daniel, uh, is our special guest for the audience here? Our special guest is in the waiting room. Okay, let's
3: bring her in. Audience, this is the finale of uh season 7. And by the way, some trivia for you guys. I don't know if you even knew this, Donald Faison. This is the 150th, 150
2: episode of Scrubs. Wow. I did not know that. I have we should 5678 before we get oh, into wait. anything right, right? Okay, okay. No, no, do it. Do it and then we'll bring in the special
1: guest. 5678
2: stories about a show we
3: made about a bunch of docs and nurses in So welcome, everybody, to the 150th episode of Scrubs. It is also the Princess Bride homage episode and is also the Season 7 finale. Um, And we've told you that um, audiences thought it was a series finale because we didn't know if we were coming back. It was never intended to be that. And gosh, I got to tell you, I really, really, really enjoyed it. I don't think I've seen it since. And it's really fun.
2: Well, this episode is definitely one of those episodes that has to happen before Kelso gets eliminated from the hospital. Mm. Because if it doesn't, it doesn't make sense, right? So right. if this start, if this were the season, this is what was, this is what's crazy about that the writer strike and what happened. If this were like in the beginning of the series, I mean, the beginning of the season, like it mm. was meant to be, right. it would have been... It would have made a lot more sense. But watching it, I'm like, wait a second, they almost kissed. Wait a second, this almost, wait, I don't understand what's, and then I had to remember, oh, that's right, this is out of whack. But yes, very funny.
3: Yeah, and a lot of money was spent. It's got to be the biggest budget Scrubs episode ever.
2: I think, yeah, easily, so much special effects, just uh, gluing uh, Judy and I together had to cost most of the budgets that would have been on all of the other and episodes. also the
3: monster and, and mm-hmm. the sets and everything but like, before we get into it let's bring in the very special guest the princess herself everybody all the way from canada mm-hmm. daniel hit the button and let her in let's see everyone let if she applause. can handle if she can get in without any mess ups let's watch
2: hey.
3: is it working Sarah Chalk, everybody. Sarah Chalk,
2: everybody. Give it up for Sarah Chalk. Thunderous applause continue.
7: Daniel, do I get an A plus? Is it working? Is everything working?
1: You're recording on your phone. Your headphones are in. We can hear you. Sarah, I'm so proud of you. It took seven seasons. (gasps) (laughs)
4: Guys,
7: it's happening. Yeah, I had a little bit of uh, anticipatory technological anxiety. Um, I felt like it was time that I did it right.
3: You nailed it. I know. I texted Sarah this morning. I said, hey, just remember, it's 11 a.m. And she said, I'm anxious. It was like 8.30. She's like, I'm already anxious about being able to get on correctly.
7: (laughs) I'm worried about the headphones situation. I was driving the kids to school, and I was like, the charging. Everything needs to be charged. The computer needs to be charged. The headphones need to be charged. (laughs) My I'm brain so needs to you. be
2: charged. I am so proud of you.
3: I'm so proud of you, Sarah. It took seven seasons. <laughs> I'm so proud We're of running you. out of time, so we really needed you to nah, get one they're, right.
2: They're, they're, that, there you needs can... to be no insult, no sly remarks. No, I'm not Sarah, making any I you love you, it. and I'm
3: so happy you're you here. It. And gosh darn it, are you beautiful in this episode yes, you of are. television? I mean you're beautiful now on the oh, Zoom you're beautiful call. But right now. You are so pretty. I, exactly I couldn't like... take we I couldn't take my eyes off of you. You look so stunning in this
2: episode.
7: Well, that is very kind. I feel like I had a good director.
2: Yeah. Before we get into the episode, let's get into some conversation. Yeah. Have you talked to my wife at all? No, me, no. Recent? Since Firefly Lane. Yes, since Firefly Lane has come out.
7: I haven't. I got to see your wife recently, a couple months ago.
2: She told me not to tell you, but I'm going to tell you anyway. She won't watch the second season. She's like, I can't fucking do it. I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I can't do Uh,
3: it. Because it messes her up too much?
2: Oh, I she's like because yo, dude, at the end of the at the end of the second Don't spoil season. It for people I'm wrong. not gonna spoil it, but at the end of the second season, some unfortunate stuff happens and mm. you know, this is you one of Casey's sad. fears. This is one of Casey's fears. This is a lot of women's fears. And oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. When I tell you, the breakdown that happened and the hugging that I had to do, and all <laughs> the that hugging stuff, that man. I had to do because it was Gudge, <laughs> man. All she could say is Gudge, not Gudge, Gudge. <laughs> not Gudge.
3: Gudge. Gudge is for those of, I don't think the audience knows that. That's uh, that's one of Sarah and Casey's nicknames for each other, Gudge. yes.
7: <laughs> Good, it started, um, it started out when I was in high school, and it's sort of a weird long story and it makes no sense but good um for gorgeous so, right isn't, isn't
3: gorgeous the uh beginning
7: it was it was yeah sort of a weird a weird version of uh of that but i um well you're welcome for the free hugs you got donald
2: i know donald you should be happy about oh. the hugs you got these were sobbing hugs. Donald, these Donald, were kind of things oh, Donald doesn't like them like, oh, because he, these t- he couldn't
3: turn them into sexual. Yeah, this wasn't
2: the type of hugs <laughs> that turned <laughs> into the right kind of hugs. reverse cowgirl. This was the <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> this- <laughs>
3: oh, my God, Donald. You're ridiculous. These weren't the kind of hugs that turned into reverse cowgirl.
7: <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll try and do something next that can be. Yeah, Sarah, can you,
3: uh,
0: whatever, whatever
3: show you do next, Sarah, can you make sure it gets done? Because we're
2: fans in this house. We're fan. There's some fans in this house. There's some fans in this house. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash?
3: Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply.
0: It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it.
2: we love you over here and so anything you do we watch you know this i love
7: you guys and that's what's been fun about like finally being able to like fly and travel again over the past little bit as i've got to see you guys Sarah, i think we're wearing
2: the
3: same sweatshirt brand are you wearing aviator nation the shirt the sweatshirt is oh my Mm -hmm. god and sweatpants my favorite brand that's not that's not that's not a sponsor guys i just love them they're so cozy aviator nation
7: I was talking to a friend of mine who knows someone who works there and they said it's so soft because they wash it 20 times first. So there's why. Oh, there you go. So there
3: when you, you get it, it's clean? No, but she's so she's <laughs> soft and cozy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't one they, they have this one called the Ninja that has this front thing. You see it? I, and I have like it in every color. Oh. Mm.
2: I don't have nice. that one.
3: Sarah, they might have this mm. in Vancouver. Do you, you have go. it in black? Oh, you doubles. should
2: wear it in black. It's probably best in black. Why? Of course not. Because it's the ninja. ninja.
3: <laughs> oh, no, I have not I have it in all sorts of other colors there. Um, Sarah, let's get into the episode. And well, Donald, it was written by Mark Stegman. Okay. It was directed by a young wait, Zach wait, wait, Braff. Wait, wait, yes.
7: wait. before we get into the episode, should we quickly discuss the other show that we all just watched?
3: Oh, Donald well, didn't watch it, but I would love to. No, times. we haven't. Um, please talk about shrinking because I couldn't get. But Joelle, you watched it, right? I, I did, don't know if Donald did. Damn, I, watched, did the you first, take the I watched the first
1: episode. I watched the first episode with Stephanie. We haven't watched the other two yet. Okay. Joelle, you love it, right?
6: Oh my I god. I love it a lot. That Jessica Williams, so yeah. good. Oh.
3: Sorry, your oh thoughts. Oh my God.
7: I loved it so fucking much. I would like to sit all day in my house, in my house, and just watch it all of the episodes. <laughs> in see a what row. I'm saying?
2: I told I, you, I told you, see? Shrinking the movie. Yeah. Is what I'm talking about. Donald I can't is uh, just, just, do just, just to one catch one at a Sarah time. up.
3: Donald, just to catch Sarah up, Donald is saying he's not gonna wait until he can binge the whole thing. He's not gonna watch until he can binge scene. the whole thing. So um, I, he's dying on that hill, I, even though it's his favorite movie star and
2: his favorite comedy writer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it is.
7: Well, what I I actually think about. Next of season you throw Denzel in having... there,
2: I still do the same thing. Sorry. Sorry, Sarah.
3: <laughs> Go ahead, Sarah. That would be amazing if Denzel came on. As a patient to Harrison? Oh, my God.
7: Oh All right, go God. ahead, Sarah. Make it happen. Bill, make it happen. Bill, make it happen. It's um, just Apple. I they just have like
3: to pay up. Well, go ahead.
7: I just fucking loved it so much. I thought the whole cast was phenomenal. Every single one of them. I think it's my favorite thing that Krista's ever done. I thought she yeah, was so Krista's great. I, I told you I,
2: I, I told y'all. I told y'all. Didn't I tell you, Sarah? Didn't I fucking tell you? what tell me? Remember when we were at dinner? Remember when we were at dinner? Remember when we were at dinner? I showed with Donald my. Krista, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, remember mm-hmm. when I told you? Yep. Did, I tell, did, I, or did I not tell you? He's did young. I not tell you? Told did me. I Stop. not tell yeah, you? you guys, Audience, oh, sure.
3: he's, he's standing up and yelling into the mic. <laughs> um,
7: but he did tell me.
3: If you're confused, audience, I showed Donald uh, my director's cut of episode eight out of context and filled him in on backstory. And he loved it. And he was like, holy shit, Krista is crushing. And that's how he knows that. Okay, Sarah, now you're talking. He's
7: part. crushing. When she says, uh, say it, not everyone here is a fucking idiot. That a girl. And <laughs> <It just laughs> he so hard. And like Joelle was saying, I mean, Jessica Williams was so good. I mean, there was one line where she is talking to um, Harrison and Jason Siegel about Harrison Ford's daughter. And she says, uh, you know tell us about your daughter he says she lives in Connecticut and the way she delivers wow it's like she's in the room with
3: <laughs> <laughs> Jessica Williams is a real and talent. The delivery
7: was so good. Oh. It was uh, I loved it. I loved everything about it and I thought it's like it captures like Bill always does this so well where you're laughing out loud and then all of a sudden you notice it's like a tear. Yeah. Mm-hmm,
3: mm-hmm. That's the Bill Lawrence special. It's as, as scrubs the Bill fans. No. special. So there you go. Uh, even Canadians love it, everybody. Uh, check it out. Um, it's on Apple. There's four episodes up now, so check it out.
7: And you're going to love it. There's a lot of Scrubs people in it. Yes. Like, Let's like, get into like the- Randall. Okay. okay, I'm Sarah,
3: doing. we love you, and we love Randall. you plugging shrinking, but we should get into the television show yeah. Scrubs. And a very special episode. Uh, I have not seen this, as I imagine you guys haven't since uh, since it, it aired, um, but... Uh, it, it's just so fun to watch it, and I had forgotten that it does that. It's so clever in the writing, bouncing back and forth between the hospital and the fantasies, the, the princess part. That was some of the ways that that was done um, with the writing, and and the director uh, did some interesting, made some interesting choices.
2: Yeah, are hmm. you trying to fish for these compliments? No, no, now? no. How I'm trying you? to just say, objectively, I mean, because this was probably the highest level. We, you know, you've gotten probably the biggest. Scrubs episodes of yeah. all directors. I did because period. Bill
3: Bill trusted me. It started off with them being competitive and being like, "You want to direct, direct this," and he gave me like that huge one where we go on the quest for Heather Graham, and that was mm. like so hard. And then and then it became like he really liked you know. Then we then he really trusted me and he would give me these big ones. Um, but this was I think the biggest one we ever did by far. But oh, this in the musical. This in the musical.
2: I think this the is most cranes. Yeah, I think this one costs way more than the musical. No, I just
3: meant big in terms of uh, effort put into it. You know what I mean? And uh, money-wise, this was definitely the biggest budget one, I'm sure.
2: Absolutely. Well, the more money, the, the bigger the budget, the bigger the scope, and the bigger the scale, right? Usually, yeah. right? So well, I thought the effects for whatever year it was, it must
3: have been, what year was it, Joelle? Um, whatever. Uh, I we're thought in
6: 2008 right now. It looked really
3: good. I think for, 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 they looked pretty good for 2008.
2: The whole episode is great. It's really clever, man. You're, you nailed it when you said clever. It's really clever.
3: Yeah. Um, so it's an homage to *The Princess Bride*. Most of you, I'm sure, know, but uh, that's a, a a wonderful movie that where a where a, a grandfather, I believe, is telling a story to uh, his a grand- sick grandson. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do the same thing with, uh, Cox, uh, t- talking to his son and telling him a bedtime story. And so just to set it up, uh, we're in the ICU and, uh, Doug says something, uh, to, uh, and Doug's very inappropriate. Doug is very inappropriate.
7: You keep keep wheeling him in, I'll keep wheeling him out.
3: Yes, that's what he says was he's wheeling a corpse uh, out.
2: In front of an old old man as he's being pushed into the (laughs) ICU. Yeah, Doug's not very appropriate, I think it's safe to say. Neither is the Todd, but neither is the Todd.
3: Yes, so then uh, we learn Turk and Carla are kind of becoming a little bit of a know-it-all couple now that they um, have got the parent thing dialed. They're like... They're, they're always arm-in-arm, arm and they're always being know-it-alls together. And that, uh, they, Turk brags, happens. Turk brags that they stocked up on
2: baby oil, lotion, and diapers. Do you feel like that when you're out with your couple friends? Like when you're out with Carrie and Jess or when you're out with me and Casey? No, but I know
3: nothing, so it's not like... I always say, it's funny for me because I, I, all I've done is train a dog. So I'm like, I know nothing. The only thing I contribute is, this is what worked for my dog. <laughs> and, then, and then parents always look at you like, you motherfucker. You think you know anything with your dog? Your dog isn't is crying for hours straight at night. <laughs> Uh, But anyway, the Todd said, after um, Turk suggests uh, uh, brags about how they stocked up on baby oil lotion and the diapers, the Todd says, why? Is there a party this
2: weekend? And then everyone freezes. Yes, go ahead.
7: (laughs) With the Todd, if we didn't move and stayed very quiet, he'd eventually get confused and leave. (laughs)
2: Now,
3: mind you guys, this is the top surgeon in the hospital. Yes. And he's baffled by us all freezing. He doesn't know what to do.
2: Yes, but he (laughs) could... but he'll cut you open real right. He'll hook you up real right. In a banana hammock.
3: Yeah, we all freeze and he he doesn't know what, he's so baffled that he just walks out and then Cox continues like, all right, we're back.
2: Right. Keith is Uh, back. Now, how does this happen? And Kelso's chief again. How does this happen?
1: The chief oh, that's thing,
3: right. The chief thing was an out-of-order thing, I think, related, again, to the strike and, and maybe the show ending. So, yeah, that is a bit of a, a fuck-up in terms of – that. just – I know and this I don't think it was meant to go in this order.
2: Oh, but anyway, I'm pretty
3: sure. Yeah, so Kelso is back to being chief even though we know he's not anymore. Um, I thought of, I saw a funny little Easter egg, Donald. It's probably not a real Easter egg. But do you, as Kelso is yelling at everyone to not work beyond 12 hours, Deontay is in the background. Yes, he is. And do you remember the Deontay story that he 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 worked so many hours once? He never told the ads that he was still on the
2: clock. No, that was me that did that. But
3: <laughs> well, tell, well, tell was- the story. I, I just remembered that there was a crazy thing about Deontay staying way too many hours and getting nah. paid. And, and well, say- maybe
2: he got paid too for it. But I once worked for 24 hours, or yeah. maybe
3: hours. must hours. Deontay must have rode that wave with you, buddy. Yes, <laughs> and
2: because we were working night shoots, but there was two units, and night shoots kind of rolled over into day shoots. And instead of complaining and being like, yo, I've been working for over 16 hours, I saw the silver lining, because some of it was downtime too, I was like, let's see how far I can stretch this out because I'm now (laughs) at the point where this check is going to be massive. (laughs) So I took a couple of naps in my in my dressing room and, uh, and just yeah. collected money.
3: And collected but I remember Deont, what do you call it? A drifting and in cycling when you're behind the someone is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So Deontay just drifted behind you yes. and collected <laughs> his version of that check. <laughs> and I remember obviously the eighties aren't going to yell at you, or maybe they did. Maybe Randall yelled at you.
2: Randall did. Randall. Not Randall. that he had any
3: footing to stand on because it wasn't right. your fault. Randall but I remember
2: like, Randall was like, "This will never." Ever. He got real freaking, like, uh, African-American movie. (laughs) Dramatic. (laughs) This will never. (laughs) Ever. Well, all I I remember is
3: the the 80s yelled at Deontay. And I just thought it was a funny thing because... That of all people, of all the background performers to be in the shot, as Kelso is yelling at everyone to not dare work over 12 hours, Deontay's in the back nodding his head, which I thought
1: was
3: Okay, so uh, Ted describes, is asked to describe what happens in a courtroom. And he says that, quote, The law is wearing black robes and white wigs. And Kelso says, that's
2: England, Ted. The fact that he's, a lot of these people are able to hold jobs. (laughs) (laughs) Like. And then he's like, are you sure? Yeah. Are you sure? Now, uh, Elliot and Keith, uh, Sarah, what's
3: happening here? You're alternating between name calling and, and his pleas to get back together.
7: Yeah, so I guess Keith and I had broken up, and he's treating me respectfully in the hospital, and then he goes outside to sob.
1: Yeah. Well, so
7: he's I, understandably I, I th- devastated.
3: This is another. Absolutely, yeah. well, he lost Sarah Chalk. I get it. Now, he, this is this he is lost some- Elliot Reed. Well, both. This is something that um, must have happened out of order too. I think obviously because. I don't think we're... Well, it
2: happened at the beginning of the season, right? It wouldn't be beginning revisiting. Probably wouldn't be
3: revisiting Keith if this wasn't a bit out of order. It happened in the beginning of the season,
2: for sure. This Yeah, you know
3: why also Donald Faison? Because we're talking about the almost kiss that ended season six. Yes.
7: Right. And then I guess because of the strike, they just wanted this to be placed where it was at the finale. Well, i will
1: have to ask Bill, um, but it was a...
3: Um, Do you want anyone to ask Bill, like, the old school days, Joelle? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bill's busy, bro. He's so busy. Mm -hmm. He's so busy. (laughs) We can try. If
2: we're lucky, let's try. Let's try. Let's try.
3: uh, All right, Bill, this is us, uh, Sarah, Donald, Joelle, and Daniel. The original Uh,
2: three. The original three. Can you
3: explain, um, because we're only guessing, why the – we know it has something to do with the writer's strike, but why is this uh, Princess Bride episode – Made to be the last one when chronologically it feels like it was meant to go earlier. Kelso is still the chief of medicine. Um, We're discussing the kiss that almost happened that ended season six. Where was this intended to go in the season seven
0: storyline? Hey, Zach. Hey, Donald. Hey, Sarah. Thanks for doing my uh, uh, podcast. I appreciate it. Um, Five, six, seven, eight. Here's some stories. That better have happened. That stuff still needs to happen. Anyways, look, I really appreciate the question. Shrinking it comes out once a week only. So yeah, we release the first two, the first weekend, and then one comes out every uh, every week. I, I think it comes out sometimes like Thursday night at uh, midnight East Coast time, but it's really it comes out Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and then it'll it's ten episodes, so we'll do it that way. Uh, besides that, uh, season seven of Scrubs. Uh, look, here's the scoop. It was a writer's strike and uh, I wasn't allowed to be in editing and luckily we had most of the episodes done uh, that we had finished. And they, you know, I think um, NBC just figured they were never uh, airing the show again. So that was it. And uh, the closest thing they had to a season finale, you know, or a series finale was our Princess Bride episode. So they juggled him around, and uh, I was not a fan because it made no sense because Kelso got, you know, left his job and then was back and then left again. It was all very weird, but uh, that was a product of the strike. And more importantly, though, ABC and Disney was so cool because if you guys remember, they let us pick up the uh, eighth season of the show and, and it changed networks over to ABC that mattered to me a lot because we always knew what the finale was. We just did not have it shot when there was a writer's strike season seven. That is all. See you guys. Miss you guys. Peace out.
8: Thank you,
3: Bill, for taking the time. We know you're very busy and no, this is not your podcast. So whatever jokes you made that were about this being your podcast are not correct.
2: (laughs) And yes, Bill, I would love to be in the next episode. You've got a lot Anything. of balls. Yeah, You've you, you got a lot of balls.
3: I think when Bill listens to this, uh, the people that are going to get arcs and shrinking are going to be the ones who are actors and who've watched the show. Sarah, don't you nah, think that's probably the case? I don't think that's Bill, probably
2: accurate. You guys really believe that Bill's going to put you on the show because you watched it?
3: Um, I think that he would be more inclined to put us on the show, that we honor
2: his work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to watch it. I'm just waiting for... <laughs> yes, we poke. know. We know. Okay, I'm just putting it out
7: there. Daniel, what was the genesis of You Honor Me? Oh.
1: Uh,
3: that's Daniel's catchphrase. That's what he said. That's catchphrase. But, that's how did it, you
7: yeah, but how, where did was. it come from? Where did it start? Where, how did it start?
1: Um, I'm trying to remember. I think I heard it, if I'm being honest, and this is totally plays into me, I heard it in a video game. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, that's great. I'm with that. <laughs> oh, so but it's what? something you use in your real life, not just on...
3: Yeah. Um, you yeah. honor me is something you say in real life.
2: It's his catchphrase. It's I know, I know, but Gary Coleman
3: didn't say what you're talking about Willis in his I real life. You, well,
2: God rest his soul. I don't want to talk <laughs> ill of the day. But there is a possibility that Gary Coleman might have said, what you're talking about, somebody, you think is, that, outside of doing different strokes. There is a possibility. Do you, you think that, do you think I that, say that's what I'm talking about outside the Do you think that White, you
3: do. do you think Jaleel White in his real life said, did I do that?
2: I bet you Jaleel White, after serving somebody on on the basketball court and driving by him after the motherfucker was talking all of that shit and laid him, probably went, "Did I do that?" Yeah.
1: That would be amazing if that were true. Be awesome dude. We need That's to have right. another
3: segment called "Ask Jaleel White," where we dude, ask Jaleel look, White. We should.
2: We yo for real, man. I love that brother. Like I don't talk about him enough. I talk about Duley a lot. That's another brother that I really, really, really enjoy having conversation with and talking to. Jaleel well, White has a great sense If he ever watched, well, if we have him, We could have him great. Great. if he ever watched Scrubs. We could have him on. That would be awesome. He's one. Of, he was actually one of the kings of freaking sitcoms back when I was a kid. You know I know I mean? he killed
3: it. I mean, uh, even though uh, you know. Oracle became sort of a a, a joke. The, the, that young man came on that show as a guest, s- s- not even star, like a supporting guest spot, and then took over the whole fucking show. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> That's like
4: I didn't so know that he started off as a guest. Oh spot? yeah,
3: the show oh, yeah, was yeah, not yeah. about him.
2: It was failing. The show was failing. He came on, the ratings went up, and then the show was like, "We got to get this guy back on."
3: No, and Being then the ball, show, the and evolution, and he of became the, the star too. of the show, right? Donald? Yeah.
2: Then he became the sitcom version of the guest star, the guest star version that he played. It's like the evolution of Urkel is like he went from becoming like this really, really like he was this smart nerd at school who had this crush on Laura to this genius who could create the Urkel bot. Like, yo, for real, man, the evolution. Of this character he created, a, he created a potion that a Jekyll and Hyde potion where there was Stefan and Steven
1: yeah oh it would make and him Stefan cool Stefan
2: was suave mm-hmm. and cool and then Jaleel plays both of them like masterfully man like dude this dude like for real for real man I'm gonna give you your flowers Jaleel you're one of my favorites man uh you Kadeem for real for real you showed a lot of us when we were coming up how it's done. So if you do listen to Fake Doctors, Real Friends, Jaleel, you deserve that, for real. Straight wow. up. Well,
3: there you go. I never Thunders really... thunderous w-
2: applause, Daniel. Oh, thunderous applause. Oh, I got it, Daniel.
3: <clears throat> All right. That's enough about Jaleel White. Um,
4: so wait, Zach,
7: he- would your catchphrase be eagle, would you say?
3: Um, I guess if JD had a catchphrase, it would probably be eagle, right, Donald? Yeah, jo- Well, yeah, I don't know if there's a... a Do- Donald's is... Um, that's what I'm talking about. Now, that, now that's what I'm talking about. Now that's what I'm talking about. about. Yours is mm-hmm. Frick. Yeah, yours is Frick. Double Frick.
2: Frick with on a stick. Frick on a stick with a brick. I
7: think mine well, would be Frick. Frick, Frick on a stick with a brick or ja- maybe janitor. Janitor. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Okay, Can
1: we're
3: we- going to take a break. and we come back, we are going to talk about all the artwork and, and, and creativity. Um, from our amazing crew that went into making the Princess
2: Bride episode happen. We'll be right back.
3: terms apply.
5: Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: And we're back. We're back.
7: Oh, wait, I thought we were going to take a break too. I thought we were going to hit chat and hang out on the break.
3: No, no, we don't do that, Sarah. Um, but thanks for revealing that to the audience. <laughs> Sarah, you thought that we were going to spend the commercial time chatting like this is live?
4: I
7: thought we were going to catch up. I have a lot of stories for you guys.
3: Donald's on let's the floor get into laughing. It. Let's Donald's get on the it floor laughing.
2: Let's get into it. <laughs> well, Sarah,
3: we well, can talk about whatever we. You, Sarah, Sarah no, you're so let's cute. Take no, this is, let's take
2: a, we're going to no. take a break. Okay, we'll take a break
3: but we're going to take a quote unquote break, but we'll let the audience listen. Okay, we're on a break. Go ahead, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: How are you? What's up? What's going on? How are you? You look great. <laughs> <would> you <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Um,
7: no, I don't I have like nothing really happened to me, actually. actually. Actually, it is cold. I have a bit of that's why my is this bit of frostbite on my face from skiing? No,
2: shut the fuck I've got up. got
7: tiny bit of frostbite right here. No. It was so cold. I skied three days in a row and I should have gone in for more breaks.
3: Were you at Whistler?
7: I was at Whistler. And it was just like bonkers cold. And I have this chunk of frostbite right here.
2: Why don't you have a um, mask on? Thanks.
7: I did. I had like so many layers. Boot Sarah, heaters I'm, were going. Sorry, I'm coming up charging. to Van.
3: I'm coming up to Van Groovy in in late April. If you want to hang out, Ooh. let's hang out. I do you want? We can't Groovy. ski
7: because well, actually there could be a bit of skiing left.
3: Well, if you happen to be around, we can have dinner and hang out. You're going in April. Okay. End of April, I'm going up for a few days to Van Groovy. I do love me some Van Groovy.
7: Come, Donald. Come.
3: End of April is when it's really pretty up there, too, right,
2: Sarah?
7: Oh, it's so—it's always pretty. What are you talking about?
3: Well, I don't like no, the cold. That, if you, you don't like the cold, a rain,
2: it's a rainforest, bro. It's not a rainforest.
3: <laughs> it, <laughs>
2: it is, it yeah, is. It, 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 it is. is. It's but a rainforest. Sun, rainforest. But
3: when the it's sun is out in mangroovy it's—it's amazing. Oh.
7: There's nothing pretty. On the four but minutes a week, it's, that's that the why sun it's is all out. so green because it rains all the time. So you have to put up with the rain. But I like the rain. I guess because I grew up in it, I don't mind. Like. You know, when you grow up here, you have to go outside when it's pouring rain, otherwise you would never leave your house. You just get used to doing everything you always do in the rain. Yeah.
3: Well, you you don't mind it. All right, Sarah, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretend I'm gonna tell the audience that we're coming back from our pretend break now, okay? Ready? Now, what you're gonna do is, Sarah, you're gonna with Donald, you're gonna say No, you're just I'm gonna suspending. say, and we're back. Ready? And
2: we're back. You ready, yeah.
3: Sarah? And well let's Sarah do it, Donald. And Sarah, you do it. And go.
2: Sarah. And we're
3: back! There we and go. We're back. Oh. All right, audience. Audience, I'm, I'm. so sorry you didn't get to hear that conversation, audience, uh, that we had during the during our real break. The it was so conversation. Good. Oh my god, what we
7: laughed, we cried. What we do, we do is we take ass.
3: a. We actually take a break that's the length of the advertising. That's what we do. Yeah. It's, it's, I
7: knew it. I knew that's how we did it on this podcast.
3: <laughs> Wait, you guys. We got to get into this magical uh, fairy tale. So, um, okay.
2: Well, talking- it takes a long time to get into the fairy tale on the show, too. Like, I knew it was the fairy tale episode, and after a while, I'm like, "Yo, when does it become the fairy tale episode?" Okay, well, and let's it, just run through know. a
3: couple things that are happening in the real world. Um, JD says I tried to kiss her, and he's he's no one's there to see his what the hell face, so he carries it around over to Dr. Cox all the way in the doctor's lounge. <laughs> he's like, "What do you want?" And you know, we're setting up all the storylines that are going to cross back and forth. Um, between the princess world and the uh, hospital world, the most important of which is that Sarah has a patient, Elliot has a patient that she cannot diagnose. And um, there's we just should, a... We ahead. should
2: also talk about the interns and how they're playing that game where yes. it's like Jeopardy, um, you know, name the, name the diagnose the patient. Right, right. And- And And JD's in the room, and he and
3: and and you know he's explaining to Cox that that like one of
2: them is Wilson's disease, and the other one is like one that what was the one that JD knew?
3: I don't remember. But you know they're talking about gloating, and JD's like I don't gloat, and then he guesses one right, and he gloats. Um, And then I do this really Cox is like what
7: annoying um, thing is happening now? Yeah, and I do
3: this really horrible accent attempt it because you're supposed to do it in a in a foreign accent, and I do a version of like. A horrible Australian accent. Throw another shrimp on the bobby. And then I'm like, wait, that's Irish. <laughs> so JD is not very good with accents, we establish. Not. And then we also get that um, the, uh, Jordan um, and Cox's nanny's mom died. So Jordan has been having to spend time with her child because she's been <laughs> trying to avoid talking to the nanny at all costs and comforting her.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> so Perry thus starts to tell a story. And it cuts from, he starts talking about the hospital, and it shows me in a yellow Kango hat. And I say, does Mm -hmm. this hat make me look fly? And then she says, no, no, no hospital story. It's a real fairy tale. And so then it cuts to uh, Donald and, and, excuse me, Turk and Carla are Turla. Witches that have been fused together at marriage. Yes. Uh, Sarah is a gorgeous princess. Yes. And JD is the fool. And he, an idiot, and he Be said, it. and he's got the bell's fool thing on his head, and he goes, does this hat make me look flyeth? <laughs> it it
2: jingles, jingles when I shake it.
3: It jingles when I shake
2: it. And that's the okay, cold so open. I have a question. Yeah. Is if, in like medieval language, like an apostrophe then? Because wouldn't he have said, does this hat make me look flyeth? It jingles when I shake it. Uh, perhaps. I don't know. I think we would this just, is just make- baked. This is just stoner. Yeah, so, it's a good stoner yeah. question.
3: I'm sure many people that are high listening have the same question. Um, <laughs> we, we have to make sure we play to the high audience. So Donald represents you guys. Um, well, I've always
2: represented you. I want you to know that. Yes, for all
3: seven seasons. If you're a stoner who listens to this, Donald's questions represent you guys. <laughs> well, let's be honest, Scrubs
2: was a stoner humor.
1: Yes, paradise. but Scrubs—if you're a not a stoner, well, if you're not a paradise. smoker.
3: If you're not a smoker, you can still appreciate it. You can appreciate it on many levels. Doctors appreciate it, kids could appreciate it. Well, let's not bring kids and well, teenagers. It's a little, yeah. maybe a little R rated for kids. Kids, thank you. Well, let's say just I know young my adults. son's asking
7: if he can watch it, and I'm like, well, you it's sort of like there's no difference between him watching that and a lot of the other comedies he's watching. It's just different when it's your mom <laughs> in a bra and underwear. Yeah, I was about to say, come on, Doing how old your oldest, Sarah? Thirteen, just turned thirteen.
3: I don't think you should watch it. I don't think you should watch it. He's a teenager.
7: No, but no. I mean, his mom no, is, is having lots like, of
3: sex on the show.
7: I said there's select episodes. I said I would come <laughs> through, and there, like this episode, for example, would be a great one for him
2: to watch.
3: Yes, this one would be a great one. The musical would be a great one for him to watch. Anyone where you're not
2: naked. He's going to be like, My friends keep telling me about all of this other stuff, though.
3: There's a pizza episode (laughs) I heard about.
2: Right. (laughs) The clock. Pizza clock.
3: There's a pizza clock episode, Mom. What's that about? That sounds
7: appropriate.
3: Mom, what's inappropriate about a pizza clock? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so um, I just want to give a shout out to Cabot McMullen, our production designer, Carrie Bennett, our costume designer, and John Inwood, our cinematographer. Amazing um, job. Because all those um, departments, and including hair and makeup, just mm-hmm. did an extraordinary job with this. Um, everybody, all of these costumes you see, uh, many of them Carrie made. These incredible sets um, Cabot built or the big wide shots like in the town square that opens the sequence that was on the Universal backlot and it wasn't even actually like you know an old you know yield town thing it was a section of Universal that that was not dressed like that so all of Cabot that Cabot and his team wow. did all of that to make it look like that um, so just a lot of money and time and
2: love and creativity was put into this episode Kudos to you, Zach, man. You found some really good shots out of all of the stuff thank that you. they built, too. You found some really beautiful shots. The shots with Sam and Neil were amazing walking yeah. off into when the When they're walking
7: away and the whole camera's
2: shaking. Yeah, amazing, man. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. I put a lot of love into this, and
3: and I really haven't seen it in so long. So it was, I was so happy that it held up. And, and um, I remember at the time thinking... Uh, uh, oh, I hope these effects are, are good enough. You know, the, the sort of NBC budget level effects were, were good enough. And I, I think they look pretty
2: good this many years later.
7: They looked amazing. And how, remind me, how you guys shot Turk and the the Turla. How did you guys shoot that again?
2: We had to do a green screen. There was like a dude that looked like Finesse Mitchell. I forget his name, but he looked just like Finesse. He was the body. Was. Yeah, he was the body. I thought it was Finesse, and I ran up on Finesse. I was like, yo, is that you? I was like, no. Anyway, so... Um, and then I did a green screen and Judy did a green screen. Just their heads uh, or neck yeah, down. But I don't know. I don't know if we ever shot any of the stuff together either. No. And a lot of it was shot in the hospital where it was like it, we didn't just shoot it in one day. Also, it was like a couple of days, too, for different. Yeah. things. Well, their correct. heads were
3: everything with them and their heads was on uh, green screen and um, and the the body person being the body probably had a green screen mask on I think and- I
2: worked two days you guys were I, that was my that was that was what I was upset about because you guys got to be on set mm. and live in this world and stuff like that and Judy and I were in a hospital where we always worked <laughs> yeah and all they did was hung a green screen behind us and painted our faces that yeah. I remember that being my me being upset about that
3: yeah I I, I get it because this was such a fun adventure how about Neil as the giant that's a lot of freaking makeup I wonder, if great. Liked,
2: I wonder if he liked that. I wonder if he likes sitting in the chair. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I, if it's just for one episode, I'm sure it's fine. If you're on one of those Star Trek shows and you got to do that every week, I'm sure it's
2: tough. I'm not going to say no names, but I had a conversation with somebody who did an episode of a sci-fi show where he had to just one episode and he had to wear the prosthetics similar to what Neil did. And he said he would never do the show again. And I was like, but it's so awesome. It's such a great show. And he was like, nope, not if I got to wear that.
3: What about, think of like Eddie Murphy in in the clumps when he's oh, playing man. everybody. I mean, I can't fathom how long that must take.
2: You know what I mean? Yeah, especially, yeah, no, I don't. Or I don't. Jim Carrey in, in
8: all
3: the times hmm. he's done stuff like that. Like, that is so much time in the chair.
2: But Which wouldn't you insane. want to find out at least one time, though? Wouldn't you want to try it at least one no, time I would and be, decide I mean, for yourself?
3: Are you kidding me? If if I was on the level that someone would make a clump style movie with me playing six parts, it would be a dream. I mean, you, you, you'd suffer for your art to, to do it. But it, I'm just saying it's think how I don't know uh, what zone Eddie must go into. But doing that every single morning for mm. months and months and months, you got to. I mean, and obviously, like one scene example.
2: has to take more than a
3: week to do like a scene. Oh, dude, those clump scenes where he's playing everyone, that probably took a yeah. month.
6: Hmm. Right. Whoa.
2: amazing um but anyway so Neil looks great as the giant Aloma goes why is this town so dirty he goes well irritable townswoman of color <laughs> <laughs> um
3: she accuses him of eating babies and he says I don't eat babies I eat toddlers
2: <laughs>
3: and then Doug comes up he goes, and because
2: he's... babies are quick on the lips lifetime on the hips
3: right <laughs> but then Doug who is the sort of Dead body collector.
2: Who I did not recognize. I was like, who the fuck is that? Yeah. It's like it the bring out your well. dead, uh, bring out yeah. your dead thing Monty Python.
3: Yeah, Monty Python, bring out your dead. He comes up and he's like, I thought you said she'd be dead already. And Get the janitor her says, come back later. Do you have any babies? Toddlers? Toddlers? That was cute. And then we meet the village idiot. That was idiot. cute. No, it was, it was, I don't know, cute's the wrong word. It was funny. Um, then we meet the village idiot, who uh, is played by JD slash Zach Braff. And um, he is so enamored with the gorgeous princess. And he brings her a fish that he saved from drowning. And the fish is obviously dead. And he said, he's tired now. But earlier, he was dancing all around. And then I make like a fish that's bouncing on land. Because I'm an idiot.
2: Get it? that's it, a real that's probably the most idiotic thing jd's and then we fight ever fantasized in his life yes yeah. <laughs> but it's not him fantasizing it yeah. this is all the story through yes. dr cox's that's eyes. that's right that. donald we must remember that
3: this is all told through cox's eyes that's why it's safe to say he finds elliot beautiful and not that bothersome really uh he thinks jd is the biggest idiot in the world he thinks that Turk and Carla have become a know-it-all uh, monolith. What else does he think? He thinks
2: that uh, the janitor is some giant freak. Yeah, and... Uh,
6: he had like 18 abs on his armor when Cox comes in.
2: Oh, yeah, and of course
3: he thinks that, <laughs> yes, that, he, thinks that he is the most the handsome amazing, savior. handsome savior Brave. knight. Yes, who yeah. arrives on a beautiful horse. So, um, so Sarah, um, uh, Elliot and I, uh, the idiot, are discussing who's it's who tried to kiss who. Remember, this is a pickup from end of season six when we almost kissed.
7: And it was your royal tongue that tried to store my mouth castle. <laughs> my
3: mouth, mouth castle. My
4: mouth castle. <laughs> That's
3: funny. I believe it was your royal tongue that tried oh to store God. my mouth castle. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, buddy. And then she's yelling at me and she's she says something about um, her bosoms moving up and down. There's a lot
2: of bosom talk in this episode, man. A lot of, like... Some heaving. Know, uh, well, bosoms you know, are a part of a good fairy tale, right? A, a hefty bosom. A hefty bosom. Listen, all I know is Turk rubs on his wife's bosom. That was so funny. But you know what? I guess because it's his wife, it's okay. I, I don't know, man. Like... Well it's his wife and also I've seen that meme that's out there right now where the women are doing what the husbands do to them when they're like bent over and you know standing in the mirror and stuff. Have you seen this meme? No, why what is it? No. So I am a perpetrator of this. I have when my wife is, you know, looking in the mirror, brushing her teeth come behind her and fondled her or when she's bent over, pretended to hump on her (laughs) or something like that or stuck my finger in her butt. You know what I mean? Like I've done stuff like this to her. There's a meme out of wives doing that to their husbands now and their husbands not appreciating it at all. Are they doing it for real or are they pretending? No, they're doing it for real. They're setting up the camera and the husband is freaking washing the dishes and the wife will come behind him and rub on his chest. And I'm like, don't fucking do that to me. Come on. You know what I mean? Like, pissed off. Like, it's really cute. But, I and I all do right. that all the time. That's what this sounds like. When Turk rubs on Carla's.
3: Well, he grabs Carla's um breast and it's their breast. It's, 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 their their, breast. it's actually their breast plate. So their yeah. Turla's He grabs Turla's shared breastplate. Now, yes. on her side, there's a metal breast. On his side, it's just a regular a pectoral. pectoral. Yes. Um, but while he's rubbing it, he goes, that's what I'm talking about.
2: Mm-hmm. Catchphrase.
3: And he uses catchphrase. His catchphrase. <laughs> It was very funny when Keith arrives on horseback with the chastity belt. With the key to the (laughs) chastity belt. Now, if you don't
7: mind, I'd like to get the key back to my chastity belt. And then (laughs) this is going to make so many things so much easier.
3: Yeah, and then we see the chastity belt drop to the ground uh, because poor princess has been living with that on. It was steaming. It wasn't steaming. (laughs) It may have been steaming because it was cold and it was metal. I don't know.
7: Wasn't it so hot when we filmed those? Is that in my memory correct? Was it so boiling hot and we were in all those layers? I feel like it was very hot.
3: I don't remember. I don't remember, but that's probably true. How funny is it when Travis arrives in that wig on that horse? He is so funny.
7: He's so funny in that. I laughed out loud when he comes up on that horse. (laughs)
3: It's like, um, what's that character in Shrek that uh, has that haircut? <laughs> the Prince. <Farquad. laughs> yeah. Farquaad. Yeah. 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 He's like Lord
2: Farquaad. <laughs> he's got that hair. By the way, I watched Puss in what, Boots What about two? Prince Charming in Part Two though? What was that? Same thing, right?
6: He was just Prince Charming, but yeah. yeah, they had a similar cut.
3: I watched Puss in Boots too because uh, Flo's in it, and she's Goldilocks. It's really good. I don't know if you guys have all watched it, but it's so well done. We saw it in the movie theater. Um, have you seen it, Joel?
6: I haven't seen it yet, but I've heard lovely things. The script, I'm really excited about it, it.
3: everything about it's amazing. I can't wait the to see the, it the script and the story is so clever. But I think it'll be scary to some kids, though. Were your kids scared? all No, now? my
2: kids weren't scared of it at all. Actually, oh, okay, they, you know, we. It, it's a cartoon. I can explain that jump scares are something that's new for them, though. Uh, <laughs> Roblox and their jump scares are a problem because some of the games that are on Roblox. Listen, guys, I love you because you take my kid away from me sometimes when I just want to <laughs> fucking do shit. But this fucking him waking up in the middle of the night because of these jump scares or because of Aww. this stuff on this game is not all, all right with me. So, mm. you know what I mean? Like, do adults play Roblox?
3: I don't know what it is.
2: Absolutely. Adults <laughs> play Roblox. Oh. Anybody can play Roblox. It's an, it's one of those games where you can do anything. It's like my. Do you ever twitch on, uh, on on Roblox?
1: Roblox ain't for me. Roblox isn't your stees. Not my My kids love it. Your kids love it? See? They love it. Okay. Um,
3: All right. So, Turla, we talked about that. Um, Now, we also know that Turla is having their time of the month. And Turk of Turla says, our time of the month. (laughs) Is that why I keep crying for no reason? I didn't ask for this. (laughs) So, Turk is having his period. (laughs) 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 (laughs)
1: <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, um, we're back. Uh, we realize that JD's hair is a, a, a combination of horse manure, river mud, and more horse
2: manure. No, but I want to go back to I want to go back to what he said to the princess when she said something about her boobs. He oh, said, yes, yes. <laughs> I want to rest my face on them and ponder what, what you've said. <laughs> yeah.
3: She says, I'm breathing. and he goes, Right, I know. right,
2: right, that's what he said. He's like, About her, like, her boobs
3: going up and down. Yeah.
2: Right. But then your boobs were going up and down. <laughs> she goes, yeah, I'm breathing.
3: And he goes, I know. Can I rest my face upon them and ponder what you've said? <laughs> Everybody loves boobs, Donald. A lot of boob jokes. Yeah, a lot of boob jokes.
2: A lot
3: of boob jokes. Sasha's a mule. Yes, Sasha is a a donkey or an ass or a mule.
4: To
2: Sasha! To
4: Sasha! Sasha.
3: (laughs) (laughs) And the makeup on Ted, who's a hunchback. That was incredible. Oh my god.
7: Oh my god. He looked amazing.
3: And Sam Lloyd is just so great in this episode. He's always great. And he says, my master approaches, prepare prepare for his untamed vengeance. And there we meet Ozlek, who's obviously Kelso spelled backwards. And he is the evil, what is he, a wizard?
2: I guess so. With the power, did you ever see... um did you ever see, what was the movie with Mark Zinger back in the day where he was the beast, the Beastmaster? Did you ever see that? No, I saw my Steve's, that kind of movie. Okay, so in the Beastmaster, for those of you who did see that and do remember it, remember the guys that would freaking wrap you around you with the cloak on, and then when they and then freaking it would kill you and devour you, and then, then when they removed the cloak from around you, you were dead, you were like bones and stuff like that. That's the power that Kelso's wizard, that's his wizard power. Like he can freaking appear out of nowhere and that's his freaking power. He's like got the freaking cloak of darkness and it takes you to this realm and all of that stuff. That was pretty cool. Like there's a lot of, listen, as much as you want to say this is, you know, just a, a great com- great written comedy, there's a lot of uh, of uh, Dungeons and Dragons and backstory put into this. So sure, this very I mean, the well main, thought of course, out. the, main homage, very well thought the out.
3: main homage is, is Princess Bride, but of course it's fairy tales in general. And I guess you, say, you would say Dungeons and Dragons and stuff like that.
2: But kudos to the writers on this because that turns into a great joke. Like the question was, where does everybody go when Ken's character wraps them up and kills them? And what happens there? Like, yeah. what 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 is this power? And when he does it to uh, JD and Sarah, it's real. You know, it's like, oh, is that how they're going to end this episode? That's that's kind of a, you know what I mean? Because there's no end in sight. We're all- By the way, it's insane.
3: This episode it's amazing what, what he packed into this episode. It's 22 minutes long. Think how much happens in this episode.
6: Oh, I thought so it was much. a longer episode as I was watching it. And then I checked the time and I was surprised. I was like, we've been a lot of places.
3: It's so, there's so much packed in. Yeah. To 22 minutes. I mean Mark whoever Stegman. directed it really Oh, that's segment but also whoever directed it really <laughs> brought it. Really brought it.
7: <laughs> who directed this episode? one of the best.
3: Are you being facetious? I'm not being facetious. Who, I was really trying to die. Sarah, I was really are you being facetious? Do you into? not know who directed this episode? Of
7: course I know. I said it's one of the best episodes we have. Oh, you're such a good
3: you're
8: such a good actress.
7: By
3: the way, ladies and gentlemen, that's what that's how good an actress Sarah is. Sarah, talks. who
2: directed this episode? Zachary Israel Brath. Oh, I was hoping you'd say somebody else, but yes, you (laughs) are correct. Thank you.
7: (laughs) Was Um, it me?
3: Thank you. So then we start doing this really cool. Then then it really starts finding a flow of uh, cutting back and forth to the hospital and the fairy tale. And um, Kelso has this thing, as we said, that if you work 12 hours, you're out, you're fired. Doug gets caught working more than 12 hours. So he's just left a body bag in the elevator and the door is closing on it. And uh, and 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 Kelso makes uh, Ted grab it, and Ted cracks his back, and now he's cleverly stuck in the position of the hunchback that he plays in the fantasy. And now Turla goes into the potion shop, where we meet Fairy Todd something. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> that outfit is so. <laughs> now, is he hanging? Is, did they put him on a harness yeah, and, yeah, and hang yeah. him? Or was, is he sitting on something? No, no,
3: he's on a green screen uh, in a full uh, harness, like, like people who fly in movies.
7: They didn't shrink him and make him fly?
3: No, we don't have that technology yet, uh, Sarah. Um, no, so we were truly hanging him by the, you know, like the, he had, uh, what they do is they put an undervest on and they click in uh, hanging uh, cables to your shoulders. So that's how he, uh, or maybe his waist. Um, that's why. That's how he's. And then we, um, you know, put him on a green screen and put him into the scene. And that's how you make a fairy so what Todd is he, something.
2: Is he a sprite? Is that what he is?
3: Well, the other kids later are what do they call them? Wood? They're wood nymphs. So I guess he's a sprite. Is that what that is? What's nice. Tinkerbell? He's whatever Tinkerbell well, is. Tinkerbell's a fairy. I don't yeah. know if he was a. He calls himself a fairy Todd something.
2: Right, but he's more like a sprite. His power are more sprightly than like he's more mischievous than fairy esque. You know what I mean? Like, at but least that's how I If we at look
6: it. at Shakespeare, you know, Puck is a sprite, but he serves the king of the fairies. So, yeah, I think.
3: He but he's do. but Puck is full sized. I thought fairies were tiny. I don't know.
8: It's up for interpretation.
3: Um, (laughs) So, Turk lent lent the idiot uh, JD the wand and he uses it and gives himself a tail.
2: (laughs) Why would would Turk do that? Turk is a fucking idiot, dude. Turk is like, you know what? Turk's, listen, just play with it just for a little bit, but don't do nothing stupid. Just (laughs) because he's Turla,
3: (laughs) just because he's Turla doesn't mean that he doesn't uh, love the idiot JD.
2: Carla's there. Was there when it happened? Well, you know How he slipped you it. it. You know he right. slipped it to a minor back. <laughs>
3: He's like, here. I gotta go in the potion shop while, while, while Carla's not looking. Hold my wand. <laughs> uh, by the way, I was on. Um, I did Conan O'Brien's podcast. Um, oh. Audience, check that out. I think it oh, comes fun. out. It comes out the week that my film comes out, which is the 24th, I think, uh, of March. I think it comes out on. Uh, the 20th or so but Conan my, my point is was so lovely about uh, uh, the show our scrubs and loving it but also specifically Donald about our our friendship and he really was very earnest he wasn't doing any sort of bit or anything he was just I just he was like I'm just so in, he goes I love those commercials or the T-Mobile commercials and he was like I gotta be honest I'm not being like this is gonna sound cheesy but that Love Actually spoof I, I, I every time it came on I, I found it kind of moving I thought it was like so sweet <laughs> And uh, so anyway, he, he gave us lots of love. Um, I do love Conan. It was, it was Sarah. No offense. It was specifically, really, about me and Donald and our and our bromance.
7: <laughs> it, it's it's I I was completely um, uh, aware of that. It's fine. I'm not none taken. None taken. None taken. Conan.
3: Well, I'm sure that Conan loves you, but he, in this instance, he was specifically talking about mm. me and Donald.
7: Well, I agree with Conan on this one.
3: You should see his <laughs> podcast setup. Oh my goodness,
2: Daniel, he shames you. Danil. Well, Dan, if Danil, Danil, all, all Daniel would need would, he would be- He shames you, Daniel. If, Dan- if I had the freaking, he shames you button, that's what it would be, Daniel. No, no, he first sh- of all, he did He I don't think sh- it's sh- just Daniel's fault.
3: How
7: is sh- it sh- Daniel's sh- fault? Sh- sh- no, sh- it's sh- about sh- budget.
3: I think Cohen must have the biggest budget in podcast world because it was like going into the Howard Stern show. I mean- Bigger than Dax? No, Dax is, when I did Dax, it was just two chairs above his garage. I don't know if it's changed. But this was like a full, real studio with robotic cameras and like a staff of like a talk show size staff. Really, it was, it was the real, real.
2: Did you have to do a pre-interview?
3: No, but it was just like budget. Hashtag budget. The
4: dream.
7: Yeah. But I feel like I mean, don't you guys prefer just being do like just doing it from your yeah?
3: I no, I don't want to change a thing. I do wish. I, I do wish it's impossible but I see people that have shot their podcasts so well. And I wish that we had always done that because we could put it on YouTube eventually, but we never really got around to that.
2: I like what we have. My dad's favorite question.
7: The best time to plan an apple orchard was 20 years ago. The second best time is today.
3: We have those cameras to shoot it. Well, we have, well, Donald doesn't use this. Donald, Donald uses his for animation. We, we, doesn't change the fact that we have it. <laughs> you, you and Joel aren't doing, Joel, you're not on your fancy camera.
6: No, I could plug it in. It's set up.
3: Well, maybe we'll do it for season eight, nine.
7: You guys should, because you're going to do this podcast forever and ever and ever of all days.
3: No,
2: we're going to do it live, guys. We're doing it live. That's what
3: Sarah thinks. If we do it live, then we take ad breaks.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Joel's always counting down. The ad's over three. Guys, ad's over in
2: three to and your life. <laughs> no, but we are going on tour, guys. This is, a, this is a fact. We are actually going on tour. When are you going on tour? You'll we'll have to come with us. We're figuring it she out. We're going to do one in
7: Vancouver. F- you must do one in Vancouver. I'm not going to leave this conversation until you say you're going to do one in Vancouver. But then if we do it, it in it Vancouver, you have
2: to be
3: involved if we do it in Vancouver. Then Sarah only does things in Vancouver. Her show was in Vancouver. <laughs> 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 she won't leave. She won't you leave. Guys, She loves it there. You
2: guys' yeah. next dinner date will be in Vancouver. Yeah.
3: I, I'm not, I know you that I I will, not, I, will no, I know that I will not see Sarah unless she happens to be in Vancouver when I'm there.
2: That's not true. I've started to come to LA sometimes. Yeah, but you only hang out with Casey. You don't hang out with us.
3: Yeah, you don't well, hang no, out with Well, no, us. you hung
2: out with me one time, but you hung out with Casey. You hang out with Casey more than you hang out with me.
7: Yeah,
3: feelings were mm-hmm. hurt.
2: Feelings were hurt. Damn. Um, you can all right.
7: also find me on Whistler.
3: Yeah, go to Whistler if you want to visit Sarah. Everybody. But yes,
7: do live, do live, and, and do one in Vancouver. When are you going to do your live tour? I
2: don't know yet. TB, TBD. 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 But we're working on it right now. I could put. I could say that is for sure. Aren't it's we? On Don, it's on It's on Donald's whiteboard.
3: It's on Donald's whiteboard.
2: It's not on a whiteboard. This is something that's actually in motion right now, bro.
3: Well, you can put it on the whiteboard still. So
2: you can film that.
3: We will film that. I'm just saying, like, I watch on, you know, I'm sure if you guys get these clips on Instagram in your feed that are like podcast, you know, clips where someone said something really cool. And you're like, wow, that's a cool quote or something. And it was just on a podcast that happens to be beautifully shot because it's also going on YouTube. And, like, that's the new trend. And there I was in Conan's, like, very fancy studio with robotic cameras. And I'm like, I wish ours looked like this. But also, Kobe we don't have nine million dollars. You guys dollars. do have it.
2: He spent us. Uh, you crap, have, you have Chico artists.
3: We do have Chico artists hey by the way we haven't given her a shout out for how yeah, good her video no
2: doubt oh snap Sarah now we got Sarah on yeah, here too Chico Ars, yeah Chico Artist now you gotta oh, Sarah oh shit Chico Artist do me do me do me do me <laughs>
4: <laughs> whoa Sarah calm
3: down, I, calm want down.
7: To, I want to be part of Chico Artist's art
3: I know but you just demanded that she do you I mean give the woman some
7: I meant as part room. of her YouTube art
3: oh okay I have to say about Chico Artist you know what's amazing you might not have noticed this and if you don't know what we're talking about there's a uh, uh, young woman on Instagram named chico artist that's her handle and she does lip sync videos to the podcast do you notice that each character you guys mm-hmm. she's doing is a single take It's yes. not
7: cutting. Take. Mm-hmm.
1: there's no edits cutting. no cuts How she that takes cutting? a lot of practice i was watching
7: the whole time i was like she's not
2: cutting
1: i know it's skill yeah that's right it's skill a lot of work well,
2: chico it's Artist, skill. we want to nice.
3: we want to thank you for um for for putting in all the hard work well, as always we like to challenge you so
2: Wu Tang forever who tank forever
3: Sorry, do you want to make Chico artist say anything? Go ahead and say it.
7: Mm -hmm. I want to do. I'm going to do. I'm doing a chair dance, Chico artist. So I'd like to see your interpretation (laughs) of what is happening. What do you think I'm doing right now?
2: Everybody, everybody's like, yo, listen, why don't you say something? Why don't you say something for Chico artists to do? They panic. They panic. And everybody panics Mm -hmm. and starts dancing Mm -hmm. or freaking. Moving their body or something like that. Well,
3: Chico artist just so just so Chico artist is able to do this. Sarah is acting like a mime who's stuck in a small box. It looks like a, a very small box that her upper body is trapped in. Uh, Chico
2: well, artist. she was she was acting like that. <laughs> She's not me And there was
7: some hips. There was yeah. some hip movement. Chico artist peut-être on va parler français un petit peu. Uh, wow, there we go. What? Give her some it? German too, Sarah. Of Deutsch, okay. Chico artist ich liebe dich.
3: Give her more than that, Sarah. What the heck? <laughs>
7: <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, there you go, cheek yeah, Daniel, do you want to come through this time? Daniel, all
3: right, Daniel, do you want to say the same thing?
1: Uh, yeah, I, I I you know what? The last time my dad told me to speak any German, he said, go up to this person and say, Sprechen Sie Deutsch. And I was like, okay, I got this. I went up to that person, tapped him on the shoulder, I went spooky maluki. And they were like, <laughs> What? I was eight years old. Last time I tried to speak German.
2: You honor me, Daniel. Okay. <laughs> Pookie we weren't asking Maluki. we weren't asking you to speak German, Daniel. We were asking you if you wanted to redeem yourself. Uh... yeah, and you didn't. And you he didn't. just All did. Right, well, he oh, well.
6: just did. Spooky Maluki? That is a little bit in infamy for Joel, Joel, how
2: come you always jump to Daniel's defense so quickly?
6: One, because I love him, two, because Spooky Maluki is genuinely great.
3: This is too much for Chico artists to do, so we'll end Chico artist, uh end the segment like this, Chico artist
2: imagine she pulls out the bong and starts smoking well weight. chico
3: artist you could pull out a fake bong if you want uh, we don't want to force a real bong into your hands
2: because <laughs> <laughs> you see her fake well, sound she- machine that shit was hilarious yeah that was that beautiful was <laughs> it was like a was <laughs> uh, like one of those kids machines it was amazing
3: all right we're gonna go another break sarah this is gonna be a break you can do whatever you want during oh, this break oh god i have
7: okay. so much
4: to say
3: we'll be right back oh. Sarah told a very long story. Uh, Sarah told a crazy story. <laughs> I know, and <laughs> I
7: actually did did chase down the garbage truck this morning because the compost—it's compost—and when it's compost, you can't leave it for an extra week. So I was chasing. I—that was real.
2: I have a question. When I'm supposed to do that in to, LA now? Yeah. When yeah. it comes to compost, uh, how long is yeah. it supposed to take before it turns into compost? One, and then two. Like, what do you do with all of this? shit like and stuff
7: well we have weekly pickups, so you're not actually waiting for it to turn into compost i just heard the truck so we have and i went racing down the driveway
3: daniel's gonna have the best answer for this i bet but in la now we're supposed to do this and it means putting like food scraps in your green bin correct Mm -hmm. yeah
1: correct if you contact la sanitation you can go pick up a free pail from them Uh, And they'll give it to you, and you just you know take the your food you know your food waste, put it in the pail, and then put it in your green bin. That's what we're supposed to do now. But
3: isn't your food bin gonna? Isn't the little pail gonna smell unless you empty it every day?
1: It's an excellent point, Zach. They recommend that you put a plastic bag in there, but you don't throw out the plastic bag into the green bin. If you have biodegradable plastic bags, that's different. But otherwise, yeah, Yeah. you could put a paper bag in there.
3: Yes, call on Sarah. I call on. She's raising her hand. Everybody, yes, Sarah. (laughs)
7: I'm. I'm just trying to understand this so up until now all of your food scraps just went into the garbage
1: yes yeah or into the garbage disposal however you choose to do it
3: i think that's most of the country right, right. yeah la is trying okay. la trying
1: to be progressive and so say now we're yeah.
2: we're the more progressive wow. state in 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 uh is it just la or california daniel
1: I believe California. I think it's, oh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, I, I just California. got a notification for LA County, so that's all I know. And some people have been composting on their own for years. But. All of
2: California's trying to be green by 30. 2030. 30? 30. 30. 30. By
3: 3030. 30. You no, know, by 2030. <laughs> We're trying to go green by 3035. Mm-hmm. No,
2: you knew what I meant.
3: I didn't know what you meant. I didn't know what you meant. You said did. 30. You
2: no, know, 30, 35. <laughs> I was trying to do it like that, 2030, 20, 2035, 20, something like that. You can uh, hate me now, <coughs> but I won't stop,
1: stop now. now. Uh.
2: You can hate me now.
3: Okay, but let's continue. I won't stop uh,
2: now.
3: Okay, so uh, Fairy Todd something. Um, Turk loaned the idiot the wand. Um, oh, uh, uh, Fairy Todd says, You know, I have a big wand if you want to hold it.
4: <laughs>
3: and then he says, Banana Hammock Fairy Five.
2: And then we cut back
3: to reality and he says I love slapping people five.
2: <laughs>
3: and so Elliot says we have to page him in the in the hospital world and then when well, we cut
2: before we before we go further Carla uses the high five as a form of leverage yeah. to skip ahead of the Todd who's waiting at the lab for a sample but Carla wants to say her sample first yeah. so that she can help Elliot.
3: Right. So she you know so friends, she, ransoms friends, the, friends. she
2: ransoms the five away from the Todd and he lets her go forward and Todd says something like, still can high fives, something like that. It was cute. Still allowed to high five? Yeah. And then he oh, says, right. I, love yeah, yeah. It's so, I love to high five. because I love to high five.
3: I just love high fiving people. Yeah. Um. So Elliot has to page him, and then that's clever. We cut to the fairy tale world, and she sends a dove, which is the equivalent of paging someone back in the day. And then comes in the most brave, handsome, sexy, badass knight, Doctor Cox, and um, he goes in to try
2: and fight the monster, and gets the shit kicked out
3: of him. Yeah, the monster. beats out. I thought that was a great uh, cowboy switch when the monster. Uh, there's a shot where the monster hurls him out of the hut and it's 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 really well done because it's Johnny C's stunt double taking the giant um, stunt uh, toss, and then Johnny C pops up in the foreground without a cut. It was really cool. Did you guys notice
2: that? Yes.
1: Love a cowboy oh. switch.
2: Yeah, it was a pretty dope cowboy switch.
1: We
3: do
2: it pretty well on Scrubs, man. You love a cowboy switch, Zach. Backwards cowboy switch? Well, I learned it on... Um, Zach definitely well, loves a reverse Sarah, can cowboy Sarah trying to just make switch. a sex uh, joke there. Uh, it's reverse cow... Reverse cowgirl switch. I I, I, I don't even know
3: what to say, but it's a clever sex joke, Sarah. For those of you who haven't listened to the episodes where we talk about Cowboy Switch, it's when you don't cut, the stuntman or woman does something really crazy, and then the actor who's playing the actor is somehow swapped out without cutting. They pop up in the foreground or something. That's a Cowboy Switch.
2: But what's a reverse cowgirl switch,
3: Zach? That's what I want to I didn't know and... the
7: lingo. I tried. I don't know what it's called.
3: Sorry, <laughs> you know what a reverse cowgirl is. Come on. Don't act like you're an innocent Vancouver woman.
7: Back to the show.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. So... Um... This is Five, the best six, line seven, of the eight. best. Eight. No. No, no, no Daniel, Daniel. Daniel, don't play it. Sarah, Danil, guests Danil, don't have that power.
7: Daniel, no.
3: <laughs> She's trying to be like Bill now and change the subject.
7: Isn't um, this my podcast?
3: No, it's not your podcast. <laughs> best line of the whole Joelle show. Joelle
7: says it's my
2: podcast.
3: But best me. line of the whole show. Are you out of your mind, woman? We only got one ball. I Don't do it. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Are you out of your mind, woman? We only got one ball. <laughs>
3: <laughs> now that's funny because
2: Turk only, Turk has, one only ball, has one ball. But
3: Turla probably would only, only has have one has ball.
2: ball. <laughs> has one ball. That's a really interesting that's a really interesting set of genitalia right there. Like I would I personally would yeah. be interested in seeing Turla's genitalia. Yeah, because it would be half ball and shaft. Hopefully there's
3: enough shaft to use half vulva. I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) Well, if the genitalia is split down the middle. Right. um, And we know that Turla is a very sexual being. Yes. How does it um, hook up with itself? We'll just leave the audience to we'll daydream, let, daydream, we'll daydream audience. on that. We'll let yeah. the audience, Day, audience you can daydream on that.
2: That's on y'all now. That's on y'all. Yeah,
3: that's on y'all. <laughs> Whatever you're thinking, that's on y'all's that's brain. Y'all. That's on y'all's brain.
7: Yeah. It's another ass bill.
3: Whatever you're thinking, that's on y'all's brain. We didn't say that.
2: We didn't say it. That's on
3: y'all. <laughs> um, all right. Let's talk. We got we to gotta wrap it up soon. because we No.
2: It's not every day that okay, we have Okay, one of the Sarah funniest things
7: was Neil getting his shoelace tied, and he's like, my uncle's family was killed by an untied shoelace. A madman hacked them to pieces.
3: Yeah. <laughs> um, we've gone a long time, but that's okay. This is an epic episode, and we have the Sarah Chalk. Um, so then uh, Jordan is the scary old lady in the bushes, and then we reveal <laughs> that it's her with a face mask on. I thought that was really cute. Um, She's saying, Perry, let him go to bed, and, um, and then we go to the commercial. That's the whole first act of, of the show.
2: Holy shit, we're only at the first act?
3: I know. And I just saw that the... Um,
7: Wait, Donald, Donald had such a great line um, that we can't skip over. He says, baby, maybe you could lull the monster to sleep with one of your boring <laughs> stories about your damn family.
2: That's when she punches him in the ball.
7: Mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> oh, and I'm seeing this cowboy switch I'm talking about. came comes after the, the uh, commercial break. It's in act. It opens act two of the show. Um, and that's where, are you out your mind? Wait, did we, we get a one break ball? now? No, no, there's no break. Sorry. No, there's no break. We're just going to keep going. And then we learn that we need the golden ring so um and he and, and then we hear uh, remember what you heard when you weren't even listening okay so that becomes sort of the theme we need to remember that's what we get told by the night
2: uh it's really interesting we're learning this year how uh important Sarah's patient of uh, sorry how important Elliot's patients are to her but in the last episode we learned that Elliot was you guys went on that quest to find out if she if the patient was still alive or if the patient got sick uh, because
3: yeah because of the diabetes um, drug and plomox right
2: right but what what was her reasoning for it like is it because in this one she's doing it because she really wants to save this she wants to figure out what's wrong with this young girl and why her mm-hmm. kidneys are failing yeah, and that one, one who, and that one, it was a,
3: it was. To, um, she was concerned that the drug Plomox had hurt uh, one of her patients or killed him with diabetes. But again, keep in mind these weren't supposed to be next to
2: each other. But they uh, I'm trying to figure out there could be a connection in both of them because the storyline is still very similar. Where Elliot Quest and J- is, Elliot likes to go on quests with JD. I mean, well,
3: there you not go. Not just
2: that, but not only quests with JD, but quests. For her patients, yes. To try, you know, for it's—they're all noble quests. Yes, Elliot doesn't give up
3: on a patient. That's for darn sure. She, she, she'll do anything to figure things out. Along the road, we run into uh, uh, Elliot and JD are, are riding the um, donkey, and they run into Ted and the janitor. And uh, and Ted says something that made me laugh. He says, "I tell most people I'm under an evil spell, but really, it's a self-esteem thing.
4: <laughs> it's all a confidence
3: thing." Oh, that was funny, and then um uh, we get captured, and uh, Elliot and and j d and we get sent to the dungeon where we see Doug's head on a stick, yes and um and we try and kiss, which was funny with, with, our, with our with our she admits twas I that tried to kiss you,
7: and we're too far apart to kiss, so we're like trying to reach, we're all chained up to the wall, trying to reach a little more tongue, yeah, we can't reach,
2: <laughs> and then head is on a
3: stick. I said that, right? But
2: then we're in the office with Kelso, and Kelso is explaining why he—you have to go home. And you're like, "I'm private practice, Elliot's like, "I'm private practice," and JD's like, "And I have—I have no patient interaction when I'm right. with rolling with her. So you're not gonna—you can't get sued for this because it starts off with him saying, i am 'I'm gonna—you sus- guys are both right. suspended or something like that,' right?
3: Yeah. And, and then he's, he's not wearing using, pants. Yeah, he says, I can do whatever I want. And to show this off, he stands up, and he's wearing boxers behind his desk. He would have been fired
2: right then and there <laughs> nowadays. Nowadays, guess what? No. Yeah. No. Yeah. No, that's a wrap.
3: <laughs> um, so then uh, we encounter the wood nymphs. And the wood nymphs, uh, who are the interns, provide us with a golden ring. And then in the real life. Uh, uh, well, you
2: guys remember what you heard. And yes, that
3: was which, from the two J.D. Two. heard Wilson Wilson's, Wilson's disease, which which cleverly these genius writers is a little golden ring around the iris. That's this. That's how you find it. So, and how about that set transition back into the ICU? Oh my God! Can, come flipped, on, that was like so cool. Paperboard
2: like that Alice was cool. Huh? I've huh? forgotten
7: really cool. that. That was so cool. I think Who at the time,
3: uh, uh I think it was um, Zach Braff. Zach um, Braff, not really a horse rider, are you, but no, I mean not, I'm certainly not an expert enough to look good.
2: Did you ever put it on your <laughs> resume when you were younger? Probably.
3: I put everything on there. Hockey, everything Rowing, rowing.
2: Because <laughs> the ideology
3: was like <laughs> the ide- ideology was like just when you get the job, you'll figure that shit out.
7: You'll learn, right. you'll figure it out. The problem is, is
3: the problem is now that you're a director and you hire someone that says like like, yeah, I can play soccer, and then you go to film it and you see how badly they are at soccer, you're like, Oh, I can't believe that anymore.
2: Right.
7: You lie. No, and also, as a kid, I feel like when you put that shit on there and you were like, hockey, like you would just, you'd actually would figure it out. Now that we're in our 40s, you can't just figure that shit out. I'm trying. Try to learn how to play hockey. It's
2: you ain't easy. putting no, I play hockey on my resume shit. But Sarah, Sarah, says, Sarah,
3: says, Sarah says she's learning to play now in her 40s. Oh, good for you. You know, but you know
2: how to skate.
7: Nope. Did not grow up skating. Only Canadian. Did not.
2: That's right. You skate. everybody else could skate. You couldn't.
7: I I've never. It's it's so hard. It's so hard and such a hard surface.
2: But Sarah, you can dance.
3: Um, get it, oh, get okay. It, We're getting it, another get dance, it, everybody. It. Oh, it's pop a bit it, of a twerk now, everyone. You didn't get to Let's see it, but it go. was a
2: twerk. And I th- get it, go get I think, it. I think, I think Aviator Nation
3: should send you some uh, some some sweatpants for twerking in their sweatpants like that.
7: Oh, I think I think they should. I <laughs> think they should. Um, all right. um, oh yes. Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before we were on the horse, you sent something really funny, Zach. Um, Go ahead. Missing one of my favorite lines. Missing what you could have had when you tried to kiss me. Like, Good, morrow. Good, morrow. Good
3: morrow. Good morrow. Instead of instead of hello. Hello. hello.
7: <laughs> Good morrow. Um,
3: and then it wraps up um, as the night goes through town and the camera cranes through the village. And I, those of you who like mistakes, uh, I didn't see this. Obviously, I would have fixed it probably or if I could have, but when Sarah and I are up on that bridge around 2120, you can clearly see that she's on standing on plywood and I'm standing on black boxes. Um, (laughs) As a director, that really annoyed me that that wasn't taken care of. (laughs) (laughs) So if you like mistakes, there's one for you, but overall great episode, everybody. And Sarah, it's so fun to have you here.
2: Big shout out to Cox and, Jordan at the end with the cute little scene by the door Oh yeah. it turns tragic and it really makes you feel it you know what I mean where Jordan's listening the whole time and she's like so what happened did the girl get the new kidney did the girl did, did she live what happened what's the end of the story is that how it ends and he's like well that's how I'm telling it oh and yeah that was he's great. like everything turned out fine she's like it really did it and he's like well that's how I'm telling it that's great because that it, really- it gives you the—it gives you Scrub's
7: it, gut punch fashion
2: yeah, you know what really happened. Yeah. They were too
3: late. Yeah. So well done. So well done by everybody involved and um and I'm just so I'm I'm proud of it. If you if you're if you're someone who uh, revisits scrubs episodes, check this one out cuz I think it's it's definitely I think one of uh my favorite ones and
2: uh it was particularly special. It was a great episode, Zach. Um thank you. Good you do really I'm not going to lie, man. You do do very good episodes and uh movies thank you i'm very excited for everybody out there shameless plug to see a good person please shameless plug uh,
7: i please. can't wait to yeah. see it donald have you seen it have you already gotten to see it i've, I've already, already seen
2: it already yeah i've seen it already i please,
7: can't wait um, to see it
3: thank you sarah and um please um i'm gonna be doing a screening in in seattle maybe you'd be maybe Ooh. you'd come to that that's close enough to you Um, But everybody, please, uh, if you haven't yet, check out the trailer for A Good Person. It's on YouTube uh, under A Good Person Trailer. And uh, we got some more content that will be rolling out very soon. Um, And it comes out March 24th at a theater near you. All right. I love you guys. Sarah,
2: we love you.
7: You guys, good. I spent, love you, That was so fun. Listen, this for is how me. I
2: know. This is how I know we have something special. We were up on this motherfucker for an hour and thirty-three minutes. 30. Well, we could do. We could do two hours with Sarah. It Charles. felt
7: like ten minutes. It's I
3: had a chat. Like I had a chat GPT scene for us to do, but we'll do it next time when Sarah. You don't want to do again. it now? We're getting real long. I mean, an hour and a half. I, I feel like it's a bit long. They love it when we go long.
1: They they do love it. I'm just saying.
3: All right, do you want to quickly do a ChatGPT scene? Yeah! All right, Sarah, (laughs) um, do you know what this is, Sarah?
7: I don't. Fill me in.
3: All right, so I'm going to text you. uh, Get your phone out. Um, We had AI. uh, There's a thing called ChatGPT that will write scenes, and I had it write a scene. I'll give you the prompt that I gave it, and it wrote a scrub scene. I'm going to text it to you right now. Okay. Uh, I'll read the stage directions. Uh, All right, everyone, so... um, Sorry, we're going to stay and do one quick chat GPT scene for for you. Uh, I will read the stage directions. Sarah, you will read the part of Elliot. The only instruction I gave chat GPT was to write a scrub scene where Elliot confesses to Turk that she's truly in love with Turk. Okay, on the stage directions. Scene opens in the hospital hallway with Elliot and Turk walking together.
7: Turk... um... I have something to tell you.
3: What is it, Elliot? No, oh, you just written the... Uh, ChatGPT chose the term L's. What is, is it, L's? I've never <laughs> called
7: L's, but we're going to yeah, take it. But
3: ChatGPT <laughs> is shaking it up. Let's start again. Start okay. from okay? the top. <laughs> okay, from okay. the top, but but leave that in there. Scene opens in the hospital with Elliot and Turk walking together.
7: Turk, I have something to tell you.
2: What is it, L's?
7: Well, um, I've been doing a lot of thinking lately, and I've realized that I'm more in love with you than J.D. (gasps) What?
2: (laughs) How can that be? (laughs) I thought you two were meant to be. And then the stage
3: direction is Elliot blushes.
7: Which I will now do on my own. There we are, blushing. (laughs) I know, but there's just something about your big, strong muscular build that makes my heart skip a beat.
2: (laughs) Well, I didn't see that coming.
7: (laughs) I'm serious, Turk. I love your strength, your confidence and the way you always know what to do. You're just the kind of man I want by my side.
2: Well, in that case, I'm glad to know I'm your top pick.
7: (laughs) You're more than just a pick, Turk. You're my heart and soul.
3: <laughs> I love you two elves. The scene closes with the two of them walking off, smiling, and holding hands.
2: The there fuck, you go. Zach, wow. TBT. Yo, Zach, what? why are you freaking putting porn into the freaking... That's <laughs> not porn. won't <laughs> do porn. I trust you me. I try. <laughs> I've tried. I've tried to do porn. It, it censors any closer. porn. Freaking, that's like some freaking JD fantasy shit. Like, no, well, listen,
3: I tried to make it more pornographic, and it won't do it. It censors <laughs> you. So, th- all it'll do is hold hands.
7: <laughs> what were your other tries? Anytime I'm like, you know trying what to it get, was? A-
3: anytime you know I try, trying- anytime you try to do, I want to see
2: one where Turk and J... Jay- I I mean, where? <laughs> where oh, Turk. my
3: very first <laughs> thing I typed into it was write a scene with Turk and JD banging, and it was like. <laughs> It was like, yeah. nah, I ain't ha- I'm not I ain't having that. It's
2: not doing that. <laughs> it was I like, do it that. was like error 404.
4: Error
7: 404.
2: Yeah, you know, like, you know, like <laughs> Hal in, in the
3: 2001. Like, like, what are you doing,
1: Zach?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I can't let you do that, Zach. Oh, okay. What are you doing, Zach? <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it we love you count us out Sarah in German.
7: F sex deep
3: up we a bunch nurses who
2: Did you know that 46% of us don't take all our vacation days? even though it's been proven that taking time off to play makes us more productive.
3: In California, no matter where you go, you'll find play. Explore a redwood forest, immerse yourself in art galleries, or just park yourself in a beach chair and chill. Play is everywhere in California, so take some well-deserved playtime off and discover why California is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com.